Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back for another astrology update. I hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. So on this episode today, we are going to be talking about Mercury stationing direct in the sign of Capricorn. As soon as that happens, the sun conjuncts Pluto in Capricorn, and then the sun on Friday moves into Aquarius. Now on Sunday the 22nd, which is my son Abram's birthday, ah, we have Venus conjunct Saturn in Aquarius, and he is also an Aquarius... um, rising as well so that's happening in his first house i'm kind of ready for saturn to get out of his first house um but anyways yes he will be nine years old i can't believe i have a nine-year-old it's it's just kind of unbelievable i'm like i really kept you alive for this long how did i do that and i think i'm doing a pretty okay job as a parent you know um so anyways yeah that's what we're going to be talking about this week i also have some more stories about how mercury retrograde showed up in my life um I'm going to talk about something we can do about holding on a little technique on holding on to or jumping into our authenticity as a person. So we got a lot of stuff going on with this episode. Um, I don't know why my thing is squeaking, if you can hear that. Um, Sorry about that. So anyway, let's talk about the big news this week. Mercury retrograde stationing direct in Capricorn, Wednesday, 18th. Yay. So that's tomorrow. We made it through the first uh, Mercury retrograde of the year and we actually finished out 2022 with a Mercury retrograde. I hope that it was okay for some of you. This was happening in my fifth house so nothing was too major. I mean I'm so used to now being a Mercury placement myself kind of going with the flows of Mercury retrograde and letting go when like stupid shit happens because I know you know I know there's going to be construction when I don't want it or other slowed moves when I don't want it or emails not going through. You know, once you become aware of Mercury retrograde and you know this shit happens, you are way more flexible or open-minded to when it does happen just to letting it go. Um, I know a lot of my listeners are now since we've been covering this for a long time. Oh, yeah. Before I jump into this, I want to remind everyone to please follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen across the board, one C in the middle. I sit with this, I write out my notes of how I think the following week's transits are going to play out, and then when I'm out there actually living it, then I even add stuff. So like TikTok, Instagram, I'm like, oh, this is a new way um, that I didn't even realize this transit's going to show up, so I'll share about it. So definitely, if you want to keep updated daily, follow me on social media again. Thank you guys for sharing this podcast, letting me know you like it, sharing your stories, rating, reviewing it, commenting on my stuff. That is like really helping me get this show out there, so I appreciate you guys for doing that. All right, let's talk about Mercury Station Direct in the sign of Capricorn. So... What really came up to me is sort of this sudden awareness um, about what is holding you back, right? When we had Mercury retrograde in the sign of Capricorn, in Saturn's sign, we're held back. We're limited. We're restricted. That's what Saturn does in a lot of ways. It holds us back. It restricts us. It stops us. It blocks us. Um, And so we should be waking up to some awareness around, huh, How am I limiting myself? How am I stopping myself because of my own thinking, right? We're having Mercury, so that's how we think and how we communicate. And when it retrogrades, we often will get messages, awareness, downloads about ourselves. especially my Mercury placements out there. We often get a brand new mental switch or mental shift, I guess I should say, when Mercury retrogrades. I know for me, with a lot of Mercury placements, I'm always gaining awareness and messages in myself. And so are a lot of other you, 
others of you. But a big thing is like showing up authentically, right? You know, when Mercury retrogrades in Capricorn, we have a hard time doing that because we're scared to show, you know, we're, we're fear. A lot of it is fear. If I um, show who I am, if I'm 100% who I am, this person might not like me. Okay, how many times have you said that to yourself? This person might not like me if I am just who I am. First of all, I know I have been guilty of that. You've been guilty of that. that everyone has. It's the conditioning of our world and our collective. But we got to bust through that because the truth is eventually your true self, your authentic self comes out. And that other person that you've been hiding it from might be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if that vibes with me. Versus you showing up authentically right away and then you get rid of the nonsense. You get rid of the people who can't hang with you and align with you and then you align with the people who are you. You align with those people who understand you, who get you. So that is one of the biggest reasons why it's so important to be authentic and show up. So if that really came up for you for this Mercury retrograde, sit with it and say, why do I feel so limited right now? Why is it so hard for me to show up authentically um, with a lover, with a friend, with a job, with, you know, the internet, whatever it is, why can't I put myself out there authentically? And that really might have played out. You maybe had trouble really speaking your truth. Also, with Mercury Retrograde, we'll have... Um, more clarity, we'll be able to speak and say what we needed to say. When Mercury was in Capricorn, we might have wanted to say some things, but we lost the words. We didn't have the words. We felt blocked. Again, Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. Um, we feel blocked with that. And also, you know, we're gonna, we're really like learning how to flow and release these burdens that we put on ourselves again based out of fear if you sit with yourself all a lot of your anxieties i would be willing to say 99.1 of them are going to be boiled down to fear fear of judgments of others fear of letting someone down and with capricorn because it's very you know the archetype is uh well it's saturn chronos but also there's this like grandfatherly energy there so it's sort of like i don't want you know saturn's like doesn't ever want to let anyone down right you have to work to perfection act to perfection be perfection be all these things and so it comes with this energy of i don't want to let someone down but we have to push past that because it's not your responsibility you're not going to let anyone down by being yourself they may say that but that's their shit that's not your shit you show up a hundred percent who you are just like they're allowed to show up a hundred percent who you are and it doesn't matter how you make that person feel that's not your fault that's not your problem you cannot make anyone feel anything they can only make themselves feel it. That was a big, that was like a golden nugget from a 12 step fellowship was a big thing. And it sucks sometimes when you're on the other side of feeling, you know, and my sponsor, some would say, it doesn't matter. They can't make you feel that way. Only you can make yourself feel that way. But there comes a lot of freedom with that because we're really not in charge of other people's emotions. We're really not in charge of anything else that someone else feels. I know it's kind of sounds crazy and it sounds hard to know, but we aren't inside of them. We aren't their emotions. We're not their body. We're not their nervous system triggering reactions inside of themselves. They are. You are just doing you. So remember that 
and allow yourself to flow and be yourself. Now, I'm gonna tell you a little bit of something that I like to do. And yesterday I was really kind of looking at this picture of myself. So beside my bed, I have like kind of one of my little ritual stands. I have a few of them, a little altar, a little bed altar. And I have various pictures and things. I've taken some pictures of it, candles, crystals, whatever not. And I like to keep this little picture of myself as a little girl. And for me, it's when I feel, when I look at that picture, I see my most authentic self before like kind of, society kind of shifted or changed, you know, around eight, you're kind of who you are. I think I, yeah, it was my first Holy Communion. I must've been eight in that picture. Um, But you don't just need that. You can have just some sort of picture of you as a child. Maybe you feel powerful in it. Um, Or maybe, you know, something that you have trouble with or need to connect with now in your adult life, find that in a picture when it was really easy. And so again, I was thinking about my pure energy as a child. And like I said, I have this picture of myself by my bed that represents that's my first holy communion (laughs) and we have a party afterwards at our golf course and in this picture i'm all hyped up on sugar because the back of the picture uh, behind me is the cake is half eaten um all hyped up on sugar and i remember i have the microphone in my hand because my mom wanted me to um thank everyone thank you for coming thank you for supporting me you know they get all the stuff you get on the first holy communion so there i am eight years old wearing or were we seven i can't remember i don't know eight or seven wearing um a very white silk big big uh, arms you know what i'm talking about catholic catechism dress with a big gold cross on glasses i got bangs and there i am holding this microphone and holding it the way i'm not supposed to and i'm literally i remember my mom being like oh stop it colleen just thank everyone and i'm literally about to say or i'm doing something really obnoxious on the microphone to make everyone laugh (laughs) and not care what it was and it's funny because i was always a little bit of trouble you know all that mercury i always wanted to make people laugh and i always wanted to be the star of the show and so when i look at that picture i am cracking up and i can see the joy of myself i can see how pure i am i'm i am me 100 percent authentically me that was never a problem, especially as a kid. I wanted to be, I came from the baby of a very large, divorced, blended family. And so I did everything I could to get attention. <laughs> and so uh, that was by being extremely, you know, out there and authentic. So when I look at her, I can see her. She's like untouched, you know, untouched, pure energy. And and I'm happy and I'm laughing and I'm just like being an idiot up there on the microphone, not caring and what anyone thought. And so when I look at that picture... I keep it beside my bed and anytime I feel, um, you know, even me, someone who, who doesn't know how not to show up authentically in the moment, you know, to a fault, I still have my moments of where like, oh, I don't know if I should have said that or been that way, or maybe I won't fit in. Or, you know, when I put something online, like, oh, maybe they will judge me. I pick up that picture and I think, fuck that. Look at this little girl. Look who she is. Look how much she is 100% ruling the world and this catechism party just by being herself. And that's what I do. And so when I feel those moments, when I need a jolt, because when I see that picture, I think that and it triggers that really like proud, authentic, uh, authentic, uh, what the fuck am I trying to say? You know what I'm trying, the proud, um, authentic, authentic, 
version of myself. So find a picture. If Again, if it's authenticity you have trouble showing up as, find a picture of you as a kid with that. If it's strength, if it's perseverance, find a picture of that as your kid and keep it beside your bed and look at it often. I might have had this picture now beside my bed for two years and I've been doing it. And then yesterday when I was writing my notes in my room and really focusing on that picture, I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about that, especially with Mercury Retrograde having us blocked from being ourselves in some way. Okay. Now, Mercury then stations direct in Capricorn as the sun conjoins Pluto right before it moves into Aquarius. So we're going to be moving forward in our own darkness with a new light. So when it conjoins Pluto, right, the god of the underworld, the god of our darkness, the god of um, power, and also um, power rising from the bottom, power rising from the darkness. And so it's very cathartic feeling. So we might feel... Um, we might feel a little heavy, but not in a sad heavy this week, you know, like uh, heavy, heavy release, heavy release, not sad. Like all of a sudden, um, I'm writing that down, heavy release, we're not sad. So all of a sudden we feel like we let something go. We feel like we moved on to something, but we're still kind of in that darker feeling, you know, so it's heavy, but we know the release is coming. It's not heavy because we're sad. It's heavy. We're not really sad anymore, but we still feel the release from it, you know, and when it conjoins Pluto, it's going to be for that day. We're going to feel it the next day too, maybe well into the weekend, but we're really going to be feeling it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So again, moving forward in your own darkness with a new light, a new understanding of your shadows, new understanding of you, a deeper understanding about how you need to move past something that has been mentally blocking and holding you back. So again, we get Mercury Station Direct. We're getting some info now. We should be coming to our own light about having a deeper understanding. What is holding me back? What's mentally holding me back? Is it my mindset? Is it a person? Is it a place? Is it a thing? Is it fear? It's probably fear. Like we've been talking about it on this episode, it's probably fear. So what is holding you back? Now, when the sun, you know, again, when the sun conjoins Pluto, we're finally being able to walk away, um, walk away from the darkness or again, walk with your darkness with a new understanding because not some darknesses we can walk away. Definitely, but not without um, a prolonged period of being in it and then releasing it. And then some darknesses are with us. They just are. Throughout life, hard stuff happens and some darknesses are with us. And how how do we become that darkness? How do we welcome that darkness and walk with it and understanding? And we'll have a little bit of a better idea. Uh, power struggle resolution. Someone's going to win the side, you know, or both will, will get over it and there will be no power. But the power struggle that you were in with someone, there's going to be a re resolution to it. Um, and pushing through with power after a long halt, a wait, a block, you know, the power to go the extra mile um, and finally feeling in control. You know where you are going now. You're in control and you know where you're going. You're not so confused and you're ready to move forward. Um, now, when the sun moves into Aquarius, we're going to be suddenly filled with a little more excitement and open-minded. Now, it continues, right? We saw, we gained the awareness, Mercury Station Direct, um, what's holding us back? The fear. And then we merge ourselves with the fear in our own darkness and we move forward through it. 
Now, when the sun moves in there, you know, we grow and we see where we need to grow. And again, we're open-minded to that growth, to the change, to the shift. We're open-minded to whatever we need to do that comes. And and we also are better at thinking outside the box, working outside the box, doing things outside the box when Mercury, when the sun moves into Aquarius. Um, and then even more so when Mercury moves into Aquarius at the end of the month. So um, thinking outside the box... Aquarius season two, you know, it's traditionally ruled by Saturn. Um, that's what I like to look at it by, but it, more modernly, Uranus. And I like to add a little bit of Uranus into Aquarius because I can see the difference between Capricorns and Aquarius. I see the Saturnine between them. However, it is an air sign Aquarius, but there's this extra level of um, innovation and energy and sort of outbursts that are very Uranus-like. So I kind of feel like associated with the Aquarius season, a lot of us have a little extra energy and we're feeling wiry. We're feeling a little stir crazy, especially if you're celebrating winter in a cold place or a dark place. Right about now, into February, we start to get a little squirrely. And so... Um, with that, some of us meet the squirreliness by taking on something new mentally or, again, working on a project or maybe something social. You know, Aquarius is very social justice, so really trying to make something equal. Um, but you'll be finding something just to take away a little bit of that squirrely energy and get your shit um, feeling a little more balanced. So then at the end, on Sunday, on Abram's birthday, nine years old, Venus will conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. Um so we're going to have some painful self-understandings when Saturn conjunct, Venus conjuncts Saturn and Aquarius and also uh, with others within our relationships and um, our internal self-love struggles and friendships and families. Um, some painful understandings blocked around or with love, but trust the block almost like... Um, you know, you know that you can't block this thing out. Maybe it's something that's not healthy for you. Maybe it's a person, place, or whatever. Um, but you just need to. But you're trusting it. You're not not trusting it. You're trusting it. And even though it's hard, you're allowing that process to happen. You're allowing yourself to not reach out. You're allowing yourself to be kind of blocked there. This transit can also open up, though, previously blocked connections right so when it conjoins they both work together good and bad in, in a conjunction right depending on the planets and what's happening they both kind of turn each other's energy and saturn's going to naturally be stronger here because it's in its sign of aquarius so it's going to have a little more saturnine than it is venus um so you can if you had a previous long block have an opened connection and be able to talk again in a very um stoic way or really just what you you know not necessarily stoic but saying what you need to say I don't know maybe stoic does that make sense uh you can't hold yourself or express yourself you can't hold yourself back anymore you just need to let go and express yourself but you can also have especially if you realized where you were blocking yourself from expressing yourself with mercury retrograde um you should be able to really pump through that and say and do what you need to do However, if you didn't get that and you normally, it's easy for you to express yourself, you might find it hard to express yourself. All of a sudden you might feel blocked there. There could be some feelings of sorrow or melancholy, um, you know, sadness over past love, friendships, joy, um, something that you don't have anymore. Also, you're going to feel the weight of burdens, um, 
you know, you're going to feel it. And either you're going to feel the freedom. You already had lifted some burdens when Mercury was retrograde. You let go of that. Um, you might also find some new <laughs> burdens. All of a sudden, wait, you know what? This is a burden that I don't want to take on anymore and I want to release. So we're having a lot of releasing for karma. Again, this week is, is going to be feel heavy, but not sad. Very release heavy. Um, you found peace within something that's very controversial, uh, something or peace within something that's very conventional that maybe you didn't want it to be conventional. Um, again, freeing karma burdens. You may feel a nagging discontent or found out why you're feeling disconnected or discontent um, and lonely and rejected. So we're getting a little bit of deeper look into our happiness with this transit. Deeper look because forever it is... Um, I think especially now, this day and age, where we're, our brains are just overdrive all the time and always having stimulate, you know, stimulated. <laughs> Again, hello. Mercury is not out of, you know, not... What the fuck? I can't even talk. You know what I'm saying? Mercury is not station direct yet, and I still can't talk properly. I'm sorry about that. But we're having a deeper look into... Um, our happiness and and what's real, what isn't, what's grounded, what isn't, you know, that's important and what we really need to have that succeed. Now, let me share these last two stories and then we'll be done with this. So Mercury retrograde, fifth house, yesterday morning, my sons did uh, football last year and Remy's football coach emails us this mor yesterday morning and I didn't check it. You know, I haven't done, he hasn't done it since a year. It ended in May of 2022. And I didn't even, I saw he emailed, I didn't look at it yet. I went to the Wawa in town in Westchester and I never saw, I recognized his nose and his face, but the same guy that emailed me that morning, during the games, he always had sunglasses on, even when it was cold, so I don't remember his face, but I remember his nose. And I'm at getting coffee at Wawa and I look over at him staring, I'm like, excuse me. I was like, were you my son's uh, football coach last year and he was like yeah it's me and I just emailed you this morning I was like holy shit I was like I thought that was you and I got your email I didn't read it yet and he was saying you know he's doing it again and to, if you, we wanted him on his team and I was like he said tell Remy I said hi and I'm like alright well that sounds like a sign we weren't going to but um, you know I asked Remy and he wants to do it again and he has potential Abram unfortunately I think has my athletic ability which is not a lot <laughs> you know like running around like da 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 who's over there oh my god there's a mouse things like that where Remy's kind of crazy and will fight and go for it but you have to structure him a little bit so that was kind of weird then you know I saw him literally he emailed me at 8 in the morning I saw him at 1 o'clock that and I haven't seen him all year and I, I was crazy so I think I'm going to sign him up again this year and then yesterday morning I got the privilege to do a chart reading with someone I went to high school with who literally I have not seen since uh she moved out our senior year I have not seen her since our senior year at all so I graduated in 06 she moved in 05 and we, you know, we stayed friends on social media that whole time, Facebook, and she's been a great follower of my astrology and listening. And then she reached out and was like, hey, can you do a chart reading for me? And we did the chart reading yesterday. It was great. It was great to connect. But it's so funny, too, with someone you grew up with your life. And we spent a lot of time together. We were, like, actually really close when we were, like, 11, 12, 13. And, and it was like no time had passed. It wasn't like I haven't talked to her in 18 years. We just got, it was like, we even though we're in astrology and talking about the depths of her life, it was kind of like just flowed. Like, oh, hey, I can't, great to see you again. You know, we spent many years together and that was kind of cool. So those are just some Mercury retrograde stories. Um, 
Yeah, so that is it this week, guys. I hope you have a fabulous week. Happy Mercury Stationing um, Direct. Remember, this week will feel heavy, but not sad. It will feel like a release heavy. Again, not sad. All right? I love you all. Thank you, and goodbye. Goodbye.